Recorded live.
It's been a 
Thank you. 
Oh, I praise him. Hallelujah. Let me fix my fix my music right quick. I got a phone call from one of the ministers. He just called to check with me to make sure that I'm all right this morning. I'm like, praise the Lord. Amen. We need to learn how to love, how to forgive, how to forget about it, how to let God handle our situation today. Amen. I'm just so grateful this morning. I'm just grateful to be doing his will. Man, it's a blessing when you can get up in the morning time and you can be called of God and not have all the problems, the chaos, and the things that you went to sleep with last night. You know, you know, we 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 have so many things that our poor little hearts are weighted down. The Bible said that we shouldn't be weighted down with the cares of this world. No matter what happens, he's in control this morning. And I'm glad about it. Hallelujah. At least I don't have to worry with trying to fix this situation. He's already done fixed it for me. All I'm going to do is just continue to say thank you. I'm not going to continue to pray about my situation, asking God how long it's going to last, what have I got to do, and what have I done to deserve this. Amen. Praise the Lord. This is another day on this side of the grave that he has prepared for us. And we don't have a right to be begging children, trying to beg him to do something for us. He already done done it. Okay, here our song is, uh, Open Our Heart, Yolanda Adams. Let's see what she say to us this morning. Hallelujah. Is that all right with you all? Is that all right with you, sister? Huh? <laughs> all right, then. Stay tuned. Here it Hallelujah.
Yes. Let's just give him the glory. Nobody- 
he have raised us up this morning. You raised me up. more than I can be. Isn't that beautiful? I don't have to worry with raising my standard. I don't have to worry with fitting in the cliques, the clubs, or the crowd. Because... I can't look to man. Man wants to, we look for man to give an endorsement. We look for someone to go and bat for us. We look for someone to lead us, someone to guide us, someone to show us. But my prayers help me find a way back to you, Father. We've journeyed a long way. I begin to believe that man thinks that, you know, God is non-existent. Had he would have been in existence, he never would have let things went down the way they went down. Man tries to equate God with things and stuff, what happened and what doesn't happen. But he's bigger than that. He's the one that put the stars and moon in orbit. He the one spoke and said, let there be. And he gave us an example today. And that example was the word. There's nothing he did without the word. Everything he did, he spoke it. And he said we was created and his likeness, and in his image, he created he male and female, Genesis 1. But since the fall of man, man has forgotten whom they are. Uh, man, they, 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 they always say who they are, but they've forgotten whom they are, which leads us to a path and a journey Away from a master. Man has always needed and looked for someone to endorse him, someone to solidify him, someone to tell him he's doing a good job, someone to tell him he's going to heaven or hell. Instead of him having a word this morning, we're going to ask him to draw us this morning. And this worship song, we're just going to ask him to draw us. Draw us to him this morning. Let him draw us. David had a problem with Saul because he always wanted to kill him because the father rejected him and put David as king as a little boy, about 17, I could imagine. But Saul wanted to kill him. But David would play the harp. David would play music, and it would soothe him and put him to sleep. Isn't that something? We need to sometime get into worship. If you ain't got no instruments or no song, just make your own music. You can take a pencil, and you can sing, Glory, glory, hallelujah, since I let anything. But let's not be bombarded by the enemy, Satan all because we don't see God. Man is looking to to see him. They've been going to heaven 
Ever since the world began, they've been trying to get out of space and go up into orbit and see which one of us going to really find God first. Man always talk about the first and the last, who was first and who was last. Isn't that something how that we always is in a competition looking for something to get into, but yet we our own self, we don't, we don't look to the word. The word of God said, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. Good morning, family and friends. Once more again, he has risen, and he has risen in you and I this morning, and we need a word from God. We've journeyed so far off of the path until we begin to think that God is this and think that God is that. We've gotten so far off, we begin to think that even God created man walk-sided. He ain't created man walking sideways and talking out the back of their neck. But it appears that man believed that, you know, this is the way he made me. I was born in this way, and you was not. Because he created him in his image and his likeness. I wouldn't care if a child was born stuck together or if it was born with a disease. It wouldn't matter. All that matters is that we believe this morning and we realize and we know that he's faithful today. He allowed you to live. Mother didn't kill us in the womb. We didn't die of some birth defect. We may have a birth defect. Hallelujah. But let's not blame it on God. It came through a human. It came through the process of human. Yes, he created the child. And allow the child to be in your womb. But you got to think sometimes, something. How can all these brothers call me back to back? One brother after the other. Oh, this is going to be a good word this morning. I'm turning this phone down. I'm turning these brothers down. This is the third brother that have called me to God be the glory. And that's a good thing. That's a good thing if you can get someone to call you. It must be something. If you get three calls in one morning before 7.30, oh, man, God is God is working something out. And I tried to turn the volume down, and it didn't want to, it didn't want to do nothing. So hallelujah anyhow. So this morning, Father, we thank you. We come before your throne again. Lord, I wouldn't know what I'd be without you. Insane, crazy, on drugs and alcohol. Every doctor in the nation would have to, Lord, check me to see what is wrong and couldn't find no cure for my issues. But I'm grateful this morning, Father, that I know what's wrong with me. And you're the only one that can make it right. Oh, Father, I and many others, Lord, we look to you. Because, Father, the physicians of man can't help us, Father. Can't help us. We... We desire more of you, Father, and less of us. This morning, Father, we ask you to take the us out of us, Father, and let your glory, your Shekinah glory, let it be upon us, Father, that men would draw and people would draw near because you got something down in the inside that somebody needs, Father, not just what we want, but we need it, Father. 
And, Father, it's not us, but it's you, Father. Oh, God, help us not to be in so big a parade, Lord, to parade this flesh. As if, God, that, hey, we're falling in love with self this morning, and we're painting up this corpse, Lord, with all the finer things of life, Father. Oh, you said you didn't redeem us with corruptible things, but with the blood of your Son. And, Father, we come this morning just repenting, not only for us, Lord, for me, oh, God, but for my people. Father, for as I search the time frame, we, we, we haven't gotten it right, Lord. It's been six centuries ago, and we're still at war because we want to be bigger than the other boy. But, oh, Father, help us to become one. As you spoke to your disciples over in the book of Matthew, the 17th chapter, John the 17th, you said all that we may be one. For those, God, that you have chosen, Lord, to be a part of your kingdom, Father. The enemy has been trying to divide them and trying to put amen, a brick between them. But, Father, I bind every spirit this morning that is operating in a place that is called by your name and, and your people that sincerely want you, Father, that want to know you. Oh, God, I ask you that you drive out God's division, drive out self, drive out everything that is not holy and righteous. Let your glory, Lord, be on your people that the world will know, God, hallelujah, that the world will know and see that thou and thou alone is able, Lord, and there's none like you. And they'll come looking for you, and they'll look past me, and they'll look past the preacher, and they'll see your glory. Or oh, what it would be, Father, for your glory to fall upon these churches today, for you have put lock jaws on the, on the preachers, Lord, and the ministers. They'll just stand and freeze up. And you will speak through them, Father. For, Lord, I know not every one of them is corrupt. But I know some of them because of the fear of man, they won't tell the truth. I decree and declare truth today from the inward point to be upon every preacher, speechman, spokesman, whosoever it is that will stand and that will open their mouth and say anything about a holy God like you, whom they call I am, and Father, you'll change our ways and change our understanding, our behaviors, and your glory, Father, will bring healing to the land, as you said in, amen, your scripture. If my people, Second Chronicles seven fourteen, that are called by my name, call us this morning, Father, hallelujah, and stamp your seal of approval upon this thing. And I know that healing would break out. I know they'll be like Barbara kicked a hold in her feet and kicked herself back to life. She said, God she said God said he wasn't ready. And she's alive, need a heart transplant, they say. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Paying her money every month. Glory to God. Oh, because she brought herself back to life. Oh, it's possible this morning. We don't have to die. But if you would die to your own understanding and die to your own ways and die to the ways of man, you can live in his glory. Whether your heart, whether your diabetes, sugar, whatever, could be too high. Hallelujah. He can raise you up this morning, and I thank you, Father. Father, I ask that you speak through your word this morning, through your people, to your people, so that they can be filled in the inward part, and somebody will come after you after having heard the word, 
I give you the praise, the glory, and all the honor right now. And the Most High and the Almighty, whom Moses called I Am. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. We give you the glory in your darling Son, Yahshua. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, he's able this morning. There's no sense of shout-cutting yourself. I'm going to see if my worship song will play. I have to worship all day. It don't matter. I do it every day, all day, anyhow. You got to lose your mind so you can get the mind of Christ. Hallelujah. Draw me close to you. Hallelujah. Never let me go. Take it off the
can you imagine if you stood in his glory this morning? Hallelujah. We're going to get to the word. We're going to get to the word this morning, but uh, today is the morning of the Sabbath. It is the morning of the Sabbath. You know, if you read the book of Genesis, it said it was evening and then morning. Evening, and he created the heavens, evening, and in the morning. So this is in the morning, the morning of the Sabbath, hallelujah. And we celebrate it through our little worship this morning. Shut 
come with a strong hand. So whatever you're going through this morning, he's going to bring forth his arm on your behalf. Why? Because his hand is strong. The song said, when I'm on the shoulder, when I'm on the shoulder, I'm strong. He said, and the government shall be upon his shoulder. Everything in creation this morning is upon his shoulder. Whether or not we be still and know that he is God, or whether we decide to do it our own way, he's still in control. Because at his word, Heaven and earth will move, but he said his word will stand. It's time for the word of God. We thank him this morning that he watched over his word to perform that. What we can't do, we can't do it this morning. We need to stop, look, and listen and receive the unadulterated word of God. Hallelujah. It's time for the word. Behold, the Almighty God shall come with a strong hand, and his arms shall rule for him. Behold, his reward is with him, and his works before him. He will feed his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs and his arms and carry them in his broken his bosom and gently lead those who are with young, who has measured the waters and the hollows of his hand, measured heavens with a span, and calculated the dust of the earth in a measure. Weighed the mountains and scales and the heels and the balance, and, and, and a question mark is, is on the tail end of his measurement and his balance. He questioned you this morning to say, do you not know that I am the good shepherd? I am the one that leads you, not, hallelujah, you're 40 hours a week, not because you got deals to do, not because... You got an event, not because of your greatness. He said, I am he that rules. My reward is with me. You can't be rewarded for foolishness. You can't be rewarded for your own ways. So the worship music said, to draw me, help me find a way. You know, I want you to be my desire. Excuse me. Get a little water right here. I guess too much coffee. <laughs> Hallelujah. When you come to do a work for the king, bring all your tools, your water, your coffee, and don't forget the word. Hallelujah. The word is speaking to the shepherd, the 
morning, the Lamb of God. He said he gathered the Lamb with his arms and carried him in his bosom. That's powerful this morning. He's saying to you that you need to be like that young lady that kicked so hard, kicked a hole in her foot and kicked out the light. <laughs> she had to be kicking pretty high to kick some light out in the hospital. But she kicked. And she's a living witness that she kicked, and a hole in her foot is a witness that she did kick. Like Jesus had a hole in the side. She said, let me see the hole in your side. <laughs> she said, see, there, look at the hole in my feet. <laughs> Tell me what he can't do. You know, it's according to your belief. You know, I testified on her behalf this morning. She always told me, she said, baby, if he don't do it, then I guess it's over with. She said, but no, 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 no. She said, I'm not. I'm not going to be at the mercy of man. She told me, she said, what if I don't wake up? If I allow somebody to do this procedure to me, and I'm trusting now, don't think that she's crazy or I'm crazy for going along with her. If I'm trusting that he's my everything, and whether I live or die, if I live unto him and I do what is right and just in his eyesight, then why should I have to trust somebody to do something for me like this? She said, what if I don't wake up? I said, well, I really didn't know what to tell her. I wanted to tell her, well, you must not trust God. <laughs> but I couldn't tell her that. <laughs> and, you know, so I just told her, said, well, amen. So I agreed with her. So as me agreeing with her, amen, it brings me to a stronger urge and urgency to preach the gospel. Because if I'm going to believe with someone, and she's not the only one, everything, all these calls I get, there are people calling because they need a breakthrough. They need a breakthrough. And it's not that I got it for them. It's just that obviously I must have the word. So I admonish you this morning to sometime just click on some of the messages that, that we uh, preach. All of them are seasoned with salt. They may be straight to the point. But I'm like Bishop Bullwinkle. Bush Bullwink, he say, you know, hell no to the no, 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 hell no. He said, you can't do all that stuff up in these churches. Jeremiah told the people the same thing. All the history, all the six, all the eight centuries ago, the same problem then is the same problem now. Man do not want to obey a sovereign God. Man think that there's another way. Talking about God is doing a new thing. He ain't doing a new thing. You doing a new thing. Because he don't need to do nothing new. Everything he done done is already new. <laughs> it's a brand new day and you're alive. So that's new to you and it's new to me. So he don't have to create nothing new that it be publicized. Hey, a new thing is happening here. It's new every day. He said his, his strength and his morning is renewed every day in you. So God has done a new thing. Not is doing a new thing because he is doing it every day. He has, he is, and he will. Hallelujah. Somebody help me this morning. He's talking about here in the scriptures. And I'm going to drop down to verse 15 so I can move on to the main scripture. The main scripture this morning is Matthew 22 and 14, 22 and 14. 
Now, John 10 and 7. We're going to start with John 10 and 7. Okay, I'm going to give you all the scriptures. We're starting here at Isaiah 40 and 10. Isaiah 40 and 10 is our just jump-off scripture. But the main point this morning is coming from John 10 and 7. Our main scripture this morning is John 10 and 7. And then last but not least will be Matthew 22 and 14. And we will do our uh, we will do our uh, native history. They call it African history and uh, Negro history and all that. But we're going to call it, you understand me, native history. Because you are a foreigner and a pilgrim in a strange land. So whether we came through African descent, the origin, we originated there in Israel. Everything started right there. So you can't be what you weren't. So you either the Israelite, uh, you're an African. We're not Africans. We are Israelites. So we need to teach on that. So the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, "Just pick that up later today." So he's going to prepare a way for me to be able to be here this evening. So we will be here this evening. I don't know what time it will be, but I believe it will be somewhere around 7.30. And we'll be talking about Native history, not only in America. So if we're going to talk about uh, American history, then we can also talk about that too. we talk about world civilization. And we need to know our past so that we can get into where we are today. Everything has prophecy. Everything is prophecy. Everything that happened, share with all these blood moons and stuff, these things are coming pretty quick. And the Bible says that when you see all these moons and blood moons and uh, um, white buffaloes and uh, tsunamis, tornadoes, hurricanes, mudslides, he said to look up. So we need to be looking up today because the end is not in sight. He said, the end yet is not. He said, it's yet, it is yet not in sight when you see all these things. But he told us to look up. And if you keep looking to him, you will know the end before it gets here. You won't know the day, but you can look at all the different elements that he's given us in his word where he said you won't be able to tell the season except for the budding of the trees. I'm waiting to see if my uh, my tree going to bud or do I need to, you know, cut it down. Cut it, cut it down and dig around it. So we can bring out new life. So I'm waiting on that. And when I see the birds coming out, then I'll know that that tree is going to bud again and I can leave the branches on it. See, everything is significant. You just have to get in the place to understand. Because if you put nature here, amen, for our nature is for the oxygen of the world. You know, every any place in the world, it needs life. It needs water. So that's why he created the water, the heavens, and the earth. And he put trees on the earth to hold back the elements. That's why the mudslide, the landslide happened in California, because three weeks before that, all the trees burned up. So with all the greenery and with all the shrubbery, it couldn't hold back the water. And the water came against the, the dirt, and the dirt began to erode water is very powerful this morning. Hallelujah. Let us go to the word John ten 
Uh, what scripture I said was that uh, John 10, 7, I believe it was, John 10, 7. Amen. I hope that you all are listening. I see I have a lot of friends. I have a lot of friends uh, that are over on Facebook that befriends me. Please don't don't take it that I don't want to befriend you. It's just that <laughs> I'm so I'm so I, I, I'm going through a process of trying to uh, delete a lot of trash uh, off of my Facebook page. And so uh, when I get it cleaned out over there, you know we will. Uh, uh, well, you know my phone number. Look on Facebook. Call me. Call me. And uh, uh, I come on the program in the morning time, and you you'll get me. You get me right here, hallelujah. And then we can work together. That's the only thing we're gonna be able to do is is, is work in His kingdom together. I don't want nothing else to do but that. I pulled around and was over in Matthew 10. <laughs> I was reading the scripture and it didn't line up with what I was thinking. Amen. Then Jesus said to them again. Most and assuredly I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. All who ever came before me are thieves and robbers. What is he saying now? He's saying that if we don't get it right and we just jump into this ministry, this thing called Christianity, because he wouldn't tell them that I am the good shepherd, amen. They were supposed to be shepherds too, Jeremiah 22, 22, or Jeremiah 22, something that speaks about the pastor. All through the book of Jeremiah, Hosea, amen, they're talking about these shepherds. So the sign of the Almighty had to reiterate, I am the good shepherd. They ain't nothing like me. He said, most assuredly, he said, I'm going to assure you of this. I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. He said, if you think your pastor, your bishop, your apostle is the door, child, I got to get, get me a word from the prophet. No, 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 You better go to the prophet of prophets, Yahshua, Jesus, amen, the Father. If you want a word this morning for your healing, amen, you ain't going to get it from me unless he already told you. Now, if he already told you and then told you to come get a word from me, then that's good. You know, you you got to think about how things work here in the word of God. Peter was on his way to Damascus, right? Paul was on his way to Damascus, right? He was going to persecute the church, right? Then suddenly he fell off. The, the Holy One of Israel got his attention. See, you got to be in a place this morning where he can get your attention. If he can't get your attention, you're going to be going all over the place. Child, I'm going to get a word. Nita Byron over here. George Myers over here. It's nothing wrong with going there, but have you got a word from God? Were you led by God to go there? Or are you just going because you are messing your flesh and you need somebody to help you and tell you what to do? Well, I'm telling you this morning what to do. Where God said, I am the good shepherd. He said, you see, there are some bad shepherds. He never would have said good if all of them was good shepherds. It ain't nobody your leader. You know, good shepherd. I am the good shepherd. He said, 
But all that ever came before me tried to say you're a thief, a thieves and robbers. Not the word of God. Now look at here now. You got to back up and you got to think about what he just said now. He's talking about serving. Now, if the most highest of highest has become your servant, carrying you in his bosom, as the word of God said in Isaiah 40, he said, I'm going to carry you in my bosom. He said, I am the shepherd. Should I go back to Isaiah 40? Let me go back to Isaiah 40. Let's reiterate this again so you can make sure. that You know, I'm going to do like, like, like the king did Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He took him in there, and he said, look now. He said, I'm going to give you another chance. He said, I'm going to heat the fire seven without they were skin them. See, the world always want to use fear tactics. You got cancer in the third degree. Oh, well, we need to give you some chemo. Oh, well. I'm not saying it's between you and your doctor now. You know, don't 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 listen to me. But I'm just preaching. And he said over here in Isaiah 40, he said, he will feed his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs with his arms and carry them in his bosom and gently lead those who are with young. And this is a general walk with him. He wants to lead us this morning. But he said that you are sitting beneath a robber. He said, if this good shepherd doesn't lead the flock, you know, I believe that the shepherd and the flock are in love. And if we in love and have a love affair like he has with his children this morning, why I can't have what this good shepherd have? Is it that he's not good for me? If he's a shepherd, then he's a good shepherd. The Bible said if, if he that been evil know how to give good gifts to his children, how much more? How much more he that is the father? shall not give unto his children. All these scriptures in the word of God this morning, but yet still, I need a leader. I need someone to endorse me. I, a child of waiting on my license. I've been preaching before I even had a license. You know, God, many years ago, you know, I was in the church, and the church had me with all these uh, duties, and you got to do this, you got to go through that. The Holy Spirit stopped me in, 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 in Willis, Texas, over 25, 30 years ago, stop me coming out of uh, a love lady, Texas, and Willis, Texas, and he had $500 in my pocket. And I had this money, but what I had it for, I didn't know. I thought I had it in case I have a breakdown or something as I was traveling on the highway. But I heard the Lord say, get off at this exit. I got off at the Willis exit, and I rolled to the left down Willis, and that was a music store in there. And the Lord bought me the most biggest speakers. And I packed them speakers out on the street corner out there. I had prophetess Dixon. And we preached up and down the street. And to everything that went down the street, they heard the truth. And a lot of them turned around and came back. They came back and said, you know, that song reminded me of my grandma. You know, you really put something on my heart. Talking about a good shepherd. 
talking about, he said, I am the door. I didn't preach me. I didn't tell him about the church that I belongs to. I told him about the good shepherd. I'm just a servant, serving the good shepherd. Hallelujah. Trying to learn the ways of a good shepherd so I don't become as he stated here. He said, uh, before me, he said, I am the door of the sheep. I am the door of, of the sheep. All who ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. If anyone enter by me, he shall be saved. And we'll go in and out and find pastors. The thief, some of you crooks, like the dope dealer told you, one of them crooks was standing up trying to tell the dope dealer about his lifestyle. The crook turned around and said, Red, you're the only one around here with a $2,500 watch on. $1,500 shoes. So what kind of shoes do you got on? He solid that preacher. It's time to solid these thieves of God. It don't take all of that. If I can't attain the same thing, if I can't drive what you drive, if, if, if you don't want to take me for a ride on your jet, but yet still I'm paying for the jet, you are a thief and a robber. You buy a jet, buy one big enough for all 240 of us to get on board it. You need a seven, you need a nine, a 949 if you're going to buy a jet. The same way you can buy an $80 million jet, you can buy a $370 million jet. Just that you didn't, uh, Lord, let me get back to the word. Kind of make me upset when all these thieves creep into the church this morning. And lead silly women astray, laden with sin. The Bible said, Hallelujah. I remember one time, Amen, my ex wife run up to me talking about uh, bring me $100. The man of God need $100. I said, What? I give her $5. That was, that, that was the man, and I come back up the stairs because I want to see what the man, I already, the Holy Spirit already told me what he was going to do. And the man pushed her down and told her, You're a disobedient child. You didn't bring what I told you. And then he looked and saw me because he sent her to me to get my money. And me and that man is good friends today. I call him Prophet Push Me Down. <laughs> I know somebody is laughing right now. <laughs> I wish I'd just turn the phone on and listen to you because I know you laughing. <laughs> Ooh, but I, I go back and listen to the recording and I'll pick that one up. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. I guess the Lord has given me many, much time this morning to do many things because I would have been gone off of this line and called some of them brothers that called me back, but they can leave messages, you see. Ain't nothing more important than the word this morning. So he says here in John 10, 10, and I'm going to have to run over to Matthew 22, 14 and close. He said, the thief... does not come except to steal 
and to kill and to destroy. Now remember, we're talking about the good shepherd, and we're talking about the thieves and the robbers. So he was putting a distinction between a thief and a good shepherd. And he was talking about men. He was talking about men that were in and, and, and called themselves leadership. They they don't call themselves shepherds. They call themselves bishops, apostles, doctor bishops and stuff. So those are the men that he's talking about. You know, he's talking about, you know, ones that's got, you know, these names, Reverend, you know, Brown and, you know, all that. You know, that's who he's talking about. So in case you didn't know, he wasn't just speaking out in the air, but he was speaking about live human beings. He said, they come to steal, kill, and to destroy. Then he brings his attention back to this good shepherd. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. And then he reiterates again, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. You don't let a harlot come in there in the church. And then you see where all these uh, bishop uh, boo-boo coming over here, and everybody go over there. And it's just another it's just another way to get some money. It's not free. And then if it's a free conference, it's still they're going to get your money. I'm not saying all of it is like that, but you need to beware. Some of the stuff that you call holy and all that is not holy. He gives his life. But a harlot, he who is not a not the shepherd, one who does not own the sheep. See, one that don't care about the sheep. Call him and, you know, he, he don't come when you're in the hospital sick. You know, and I'm not talking about no preachers. I'm just telling you what the scripts say. You know, so he don't care for you. One who does not own the sheep sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flee. It's the church back over here, um, I need to go to. They said they don't have a pastor. And, uh, uh, you know, in the five-fold ministry, the apostle is everything. He's the pastor. He's the teacher. And he fit all of that. So I may have to go over there and talk with the people and ask them, would it be all right if I send them a pastor? And then pray and ask them, who do I send? Hallelujah. We need to pray because the is coming. The wolf came into the church out of another church and went up to Chicago, destroyed some stuff, came on back down to Texas. And he coming out, and before they know it, he was taking the deeds to the church, he already took one of the buildings in the back back there, and and when they caught wind of what he was doing, talking about how they caught wind, talking about bring your W two forms so we can make sure that everything is right in the sight of God. God don't need your W two form. He don't need your money. The love of God constrains you and it causes you to Amen give liberally, Hallelujah, so that the shepherd, Amen, of these sheep may be able to eat, cause he ain't gonna eat the sheep. These other shepherds have been eating up the sheep. That's what we're talking about this morning, how the shepherds have eaten up the sheep and the sheep have left there with holes in them. And then they go on back out to the street to start back in their drugs and alcohol and stuff. Come on now. You need to take this word for what it says. I am the good shepherd, and I know my sheep, and I am known by my sheep. As the Father knows me, 
even so I know the Father. And I lay down my life. Have they laid their life down for the sheep? And other sheep I have which are not of this fold. So they're not of the sheep fold. They're, they're his sheep, you understand me, but they're not of the fold. And also I must bring, and they will hear my voice, and there will be one flock and one shepherd. Come on now. All these different churches, man, five and six churches in the span of eight blocks. He said, I'm going to have one shepherd. He said, and other sheep I have, which are not of this fold. Them also I must bring, and they will hear my voice. See, the time is coming that all of these robbers and thieves that are preaching the gospel, he said, oh, they're going to hear my voice. He said, they, 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 and other sheep I have, which are not of this fold. Them also I must bring, and they will hear my voice, and there will be one flock and one shepherd. It ain't going to be all these, amen, names. They're going to take their names down, and we're going to have church. Therefore, my Father loves me because I lay down my life that I may take it again. No one took it from me, but I lay it down of myself. I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it again. This commandment I have received from my Father. Lay your life down. Lay it down, down, down. Hallelujah. If you lay your life down and die to your own ways, and we're coming to a close in Matthew twenty-two fourteen, lay it down for him this morning so that the good shepherd, hallelujah, you can be an imitator. Because he said, I am the good shepherd, hallelujah. Ain't that a beautiful thing this morning? To know that this good shepherd, hallelujah, is in charge this morning. Hallelujah. I'm glad about it this morning. I'm glad I don't need no one to solidify me, no one to upsize me, no one to tell me who I am, nobody to, amen, fix it. He's my fixer this morning. Matthew 22:14. Hallelujah. Two-year-old boy accidentally shot his mom dead as she drove. What is the world coming to? This just flashed across my screen. Father, touch right now. Move by your spirit. Two-year-old boy. Oh, my shandy double High in the world. And who will raise him? Accidentally shot his mom dead. Driving a car. Oh, my God, from glory. Help your people this morning. Oh, my God. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. My God. For many a call, Matthew 22, 14. For many a call, 
but few are chosen. Hallelujah. Have you been chosen by God? Father, we thank you this morning for your word. For your word is a lamp unto our feet. You've been a light unto our path. We thank you this morning, Father, that you exercise all the rights and you have all the privilege to my life. Now help the world to know who you are so they'll know who they are. We just want to thank you this morning, Father, for being the guiding light. We know that all things are working together for your good. Help these people that are falling away this morning. Help them, Father, that are going through crisis. Help this family to understand that you didn't do it, Lord. You you didn't put the gun in the baby's hand to kill his mother. Help them to understand this morning that this world is winding down and that peoples are living in fear this morning, fear of their finances, fear of losing their jobs, fear of losing their husbands and their wives, fear of losing things. Help them to recognize this morning you are on the throne. Lord, bring peace this morning where there's turmoil. Bring understanding where there's no understanding. Bring your strength where the weak abides. Help us this morning is my prayer. I thank you this morning, Lord. I thank you this morning that I know that all things are working together for our good. For you are called according to our purpose. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for your assurance. Thank you for, amen, enlightening us this morning. Thank you for calling us back to you with this holy call. Thank you, Father. Oh, God, you're so worthy this morning. Speak to our hearts again today. We leave from this program. Never to leave from your presence. Touch us, Father. Touch us from the inside out so that your glory will shine in dark places so that, Lord, we can stop all the procrastination so that men, women, boys, and girls would know that our Redeemer liveth. You're the only way, the truth and the light. Help the sheep. Help the shepherds this morning lead the sheep into fine passes. Turn back the robbers and the thieves. Let them hear your word today and do as one minister did. He came and repented of how luxuriously he lived off the saints of God resources and how that he didn't do it right and how did he ask the Lord for forgiveness. And asked him to give him strength to turn everything over to him that the father did. The father gave him a heart of repentance. And I know many ministers didn't like what he did, Father. But you did it through him. He didn't do it on his own, Father. Send forth your spirit this morning. Cause men 
that is not of this fold to hear your word this morning, that they too may repent and come boldly to the throne of grace, that they may receive mercy this morning. Oh, help us, Father. Help us to abide in your word. Help us this morning. Look upon us this morning. Deliver us this morning. Set us free. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father. We give you the glory right now. We let go of this world. Turn our back to you. We turn our face to you. Turn our backs on this world. I ask you to help us to hear your voice today. And the most high, Yah, Selah, and bless Yahshua. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you. 